Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is January 21st, 2016. We're off to a great new year with wonderful guests. Today, we have with us Dr. Kajiki. I hope I said that right. It could have been Dr. (laughs) See, I still messed it up. Anyway, um, (laughs) Kajiki. Yeah, there you go. And um, he's gonna he's gonna talk to us about how to maintain good thyroid health. He's he's the um, founder of the Valley Thyroid Institute. He graduated from the Pasadena College of Chiropractic, and he's been a chiropractor for well over thirty years. And his main focus is thyroid and autoimmune conditions in his practice. It's kind of interesting because while he was working with his patients over the years, he developed a protocol for determining thyroid and autoimmune issues with a particular concentration on Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So we will bring him onto our show now so that we can get started. Hello there. Hello there, Denise. I always like to start my show out by asking my guest, how did you get on the path that you're on today? In other words, why did you become a doctor, and how did you end up in this particular specialty? Um, Well, I became a doctor because as I was going through school, I was trying to decide, like everybody else in high school, what do I want to be when I grew up? And it came down to an attorney, a physical therapist, Um, And as I was getting my prerequisites for that, um, I I went into uh, one of my college classes and and, um, met a guy there, and we went through the same conversation. He says, oh, I'm going to be a chiropractor. And I said, what the heck is a chiropractor? He goes, oh, my brother's a chiropractor. He works with the spine and the muscles and the bones and the joints and the ligaments and helps people get out of pain without any kind of medication. I thought, wow, maybe maybe that's something I'll look into. So as I started finishing my prerequisites, what I found out was that when I went through the uh, anatomy class and we started going through the spine, it just came very easy to me. Like, wow, I'm really picking this up, just, you know, incredibly easy. So I thought, man, maybe this is my path in life. So I um, applied for chiropractic college after I graduated from um, junior college and went straight into chiropractic college, went three and a half years straight, graduated when I was 24 years old and um, by the time I was in my 24th year of age, six months, I was a doctor. I was a chiropractor. So 
I had started a practice on my own out in San Fernando Valley here and did pretty much musculoskeletal work Hello? for, you know, probably 22 years or so. Your typical neck pain, back pain, headaches, and I was pretty good at it, and I had a good practice. Um, and then my wife had come down with Epstein-Barr about probably close to 15 years ago. And, you know, she was a corporate executive, was traveling all over the world. I hear a violin. <laughs> Don't know what that was. <laughs> um, so my wife was a corporate executive traveling all over the world to different locations that the company had. And she came down, um, she came home from a business trip one time, and she had contracted what we found out later on was Epstein-Barr. So she was experiencing the fatigue, you know, the extreme fatigue and sleepiness all the time. Um, but those symptoms didn't get better over the course of the next six months. They got worse, and they started turning into hair loss, 50 pounds of weight gain, insomnia, heart palpitations, asthma, bronchitis, um, you know, anxiety, and then it became very serious, and, and now she's been to several doctors. Um, the doctors didn't know what was going on. All her blood tests came out normal, and so here she was suffering through this whole thing, and the doctors are telling her, look, your blood tests are normal. Uh, you've got two teenage kids. You're traveling the world, and, uh, you know, of course, you've got a lot of stress going on. That's probably what's just what's happening. Um, they're doctors, so we don't argue with them. We say, okay, and so we went about our life, just her kind of struggling through it, and then it got so bad she ended up in the hospital uh, with pneumonia. About a week oh, my before. gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. And prior to that, though, I started studying something called functional medicine, which is a way of treating conditions naturally and getting to the root cause of the problem, not just trying to cover, cover up the symptoms. And I did a blood test on her, and I found out she had a condition called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition. Hmm where your own immune system starts to attack your own thyroid gland. And I had the blood test. Wow. So I brought the blood test into the hospital to show her. Her doctor happened to be there, and I said, I know what's wrong. I know what's wrong with you. You have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And the doctor looked at the test, and he says, you're right. She does have that. And so one of the things I'm thinking is, why didn't you do this test? (laughs) But he Mm -hmm. says, you're right. I said, okay, well, what do we do about it now? He says, well, we're going to put her on medication. Like, what do you mean medication? What kind? The thyroid medication. But why would you put her on thyroid medication when this is an autoimmune condition? Her immune system is attacking her thyroid. So the thyroid isn't the problem. The immune system is the problem. Well, that's the way we treat it. That's how we treat it. And we fired the doctor. I took her out of the hospital. And I connected with some of my colleagues who are smarter than me at functional medicine, had been doing it longer, and with their help and, and my studies, we totally resolved her over Hashimoto's, completely reversed all her symptoms. She lost all 50 pounds. All of her symptoms went away. She's still never been on thyroid medication. And so oh my gosh. I thought this was the path that I need to be on. And so that's how we created the Kijiki Protocol, and this is why we treat primarily thyroid and autoimmune conditions. So you're you're basically able to treat people with low thyroid uh, without putting them on medication. Well, I'm a, I'm a natural doctor, so I don't I don't nor 
am I able to prescribe any kind of medication at all? So my focus is natural protocols to treat low thyroid, autoimmune conditions, Hashimoto's conditions. And I do that with dietary changes, lifestyle enhancements, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and I create customized, personalized protocols for each and every person to help them get to the root cause of their low thyroid or Hashimoto's problems. And then if they are on medication, we can almost always reduce the dosage. And if they're Mm -hmm. not on medication, we generally are at the point where they don't have to be on it. Oh, that's amazing. I think we have a caller. Let's see who who is here. Hello, you're on the Health Media Now radio show. Do you have a question? Just once. I guess not. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what are the common signs of people that have thyroid problems? You know, the most common symptoms that people have are fatigue, unexplained weight gain or inability to lose their weight. They might have hot flashes, hair loss, dry skin, digestive problems like GERD or constipation or loose stools or alternating loose stools and constipation. Uh, might have bloating after meals. Uh, insomnia, heart palpitations, those are all very common signs of thyroid problems. And, you know, what I find a big problem here in the States, at least, is that these symptoms of thyroid so closely mimic other conditions that Mm -hmm. sometimes thyroid is the last thing that the doctors check. Wow. Wow. And thyroid is, is a well, great mimicker of other conditions. Uh huh. Well, those are those are a lot of uh, symptoms there, and I would assume that it probably takes what months to get a client back on track. Well, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to this statement many times throughout our our segment here is that everyone is different. Okay, mm-hmm. every single person is different. And if you go to my website, valleythyroidinstitute.com, and there's a section in there called patient testimonials. And I have over okay. 100 patient testimonial videos. And these people felt so strongly about their improvement that they allowed me to take a video of them. And you'll see on there, some of the people, they've had their condition for decades, 20, 30 years. They got 90% better in two weeks. Some people oh. got 50% better in a month. Some people got 80% better in three months. So it varies from person to person. Mm -hmm. Now, on the Mm -hmm. average, though, I can tell you, my average client seems to feel noticeably better in about six to eight weeks. Could be 12 to eight weeks. But that's probably the average. But when I consider Mm -hmm. I get these patients who've had their condition for decades and decades and years, and we can get them feeling noticeably better in six to eight weeks, that's incredible. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. A pretty short. Yeah, and, you know, and we, like I said, I've got over 100 videos on my website of people telling their story. 
of how much mm-hmm. better they feel mm-hmm. in that period of time. Mhm. Hmm. Interesting. Have you ever had a patient that was born without a thyroid and had and treated them? I've never had a patient born without a thyroid. I've had mm-hmm. many patients had partial uh, removal of the thyroid or even full removal of the thyroid that we have successfully treated. Well, I imagine a, a full removal would be very similar to someone born without one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's that's probably a real freak of medical history if someone is actually born without one. Because mm-hmm. um, you, you, your thyroid gland controls every cell in the body. I mean, it, I, that's not correct. Your thyroid gland has a influence on every cell in the body. So it's the mm-hmm. only gland mm-hmm. in the whole body that has a thyroid receptor site on each cell mm-hmm. for the thyroid hormone. So your thyroid hormone, your thyroid gland controls your entire metabolism of your body. Jeez. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, and, and so I think the thyroid is, is very um, inappropriately treated by many doctors. I mean, there are mm-hmm. so many patients out there that come to me and say, my doctor says all my lab tests are normal, but I still feel lousy. And I, I hear I that a lot. Okay, so here's here's my response to that, Denise. Okay, for all your listeners out there, if your lab mm-hmm. tests are normal and you still feel lousy, okay, number one, take the blame off of you. They're trying to put the blame on you. It is not you. Okay, there's mm-hmm. no way, and I repeat, there is no way your lab test can be normal and you still feel lousy. Okay, so three things are happening. Usually, all three. Number one, they're not doing enough. Typically, the average endocrinologist does only two or three out of 11 thyroid tests. So they're not doing enough. What are they? The the tests that are done, TSH, Mm -hmm. T3, free T4, total T3, total T4, FTI, reverse T3, T3 uptake, antithyroglobulin, thyroid peroxidase, stimulating immunoglobin. Wow. There's 11 tests that you can do on a thyroid patient. They typically only do two or three. So they don't do enough tests. That's true. Okay. Yep. Secondly, That's they, the norm. Do the, yeah, they do the wrong tests. Okay. They don't do them with the right media. You can do testing through blood, stool, saliva, and urine. They typically do the wrong tests. And third, they don't do enough Which one wouldn't you say... All right, so when you say they do the wrong test, well, obviously you're referring to the blood. Well, yeah. For example, they do. They always do their hormone tests through blood. Okay, well, hormone, right. hormones tested through blood is one of the most inaccurate medias that you could possibly have. So we test through saliva or, or urine. Okay. You have, they okay. also test cortisol for adrenal function through blood. That's one of the most inaccurate ways that you can test for cortisol is through blood. So we also do through saliva or we do through dried urine. So they don't do enough tests, they do the wrong tests, do the wrong media, okay, and they read them wrong, okay? They read the tests wrong. So 
they're not interpreting the test correctly. So what I find many tests that are abnormal when I look at them, and they're telling you that they're normal. And so this is how we have this dilemma here of all your lab tests are normal and you still feel out. But there's no way that can happen. Well, so, so if, in fact, most people receive blood tests for, for TSH, T3, T4, and they're told that their thyroid is low, mm-hmm. what you're essentially saying is that that may not be correct because they didn't do those tests through saliva or urine. Uh, close. You kind of mixed up two different scenarios. If they do the thyroid, I'm taking, talking about strictly thyroid. If they do the thyroid test through the blood, that's the appropriate media to do thyroid. However, if they only did three out of 11 tests and say your tests are normal, that's a problem. If they did those three out of 11 tests and they say your thyroid is low, it probably is low. However, nobody is looking for the root cause of why is my thyroid low. All they're doing is just giving you medication. Mm-hmm. So they're not looking after the root cause of the problem. They're just giving you medication. And if you go to the health model where you have endocrinologists and GPs and OBGYNs and you get to use your insurance, if you go to that model, the traditional healthcare model, that's what you're stuck with. Your choices of treatment are medication, radiation, and surgery. And that is it, mm-hmm. okay? which mm-hmm. is fine if it works for you. But if medication, radiation, and surgery don't work for you, you're either going to have to deal with it or you have to jump to another healthcare model where people like me exist, where chiropractors and functional medicine doctors and nutritionists and dietitians, that's where we exist. We don't follow the insurance rules. We follow the rules of what does the patient need and this is what we give the patient. So we're not bound by the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance industry. And that's why if you're in the traditional medical model, you're going to do what the insurance company pays for and you're going to do what pharmaceutical reps teach the doctors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very true. It really is. So when you say that you have this all-natural protocol, what what exactly does that entail? All-natural all means that it's non-medication. Because if you need the medication, I'm not going to tell you not to take it. You need it, you're going to keep on taking it, and you have to talk with the doctor who prescribed it to decide if you get off of it or change it. However, there are a lot of things we can do outside of medication. Like, dietary changes are one of the most important things that there are, and everyone is always asking me about, what do I eat? What kind of diet do I have? What should I have? What should I not have? And I'll tell you once again, everyone is different. Okay, everyone is different. How do you determine... How do you determine what they need then? You do testing. There's there's test there's very specific testing to determine what kind of foods a person can and cannot have. I mean I just came across a person this morning where on her food sensitivity test she can't have avocados. Right. Who would think somebody couldn't have avocados? Mhm. I came across another person where she tested positive for she can't have chicken, she can't have shrimp. She can't have pork. She can't have cooked cod. All she can have is beef. Who would have hmm. thought that somebody couldn't have chicken? Okay, but that's why. These do you do you think plants. sometimes though, because that individual probably was eating a lot of 
of uh, chicken that they grew into a an allergy situation? Would the body just said, "Oh, I don't uh, want this anymore"? Sure, it could. It, yeah, that could be true. You're right. However, whether that's true or not, that person shouldn't be eating chicken, at least temporarily. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. whether you develop an allergy to it or a sensitivity, or you're born with it. If you want to get better, you can't keep irritating your gastrointestinal tract and causing inflammation and causing bloating and flaring up your immune system because 70% of your immune system is in your gastrointestinal tract. That's, so if that's you've got correct. Bloating or gas or GERD or constipation or loose stools and you're flaring up your immune system, your immune system is now going off and attacking different cells in your body like in Hashimoto's. It's attacking your thyroid. Every time you eat chicken, if you're sensitive to chicken, you're destroying your thyroid gland. Mm. If you've got MS, you're destroying your brain. If you've got diabetes 1, you're destroying your pancreas. If you've got Crohn's, you're destroying your your uh, intestinal tract. If, you, if you've got psoriasis or eczema, you're destroying your skin tissue. And so oh my food is one of those things that has a major impact on our health. And what's the test that you use? Well, I use a test called Cyrix Labs Array 10. Now, what's different about this test is it is not a food allergy test, okay? And it is not a food sensitivity, although they call it that. This is an immune system response test. It tests your immune system to 180 cooked and raw foods. Hmm. And so no other lab in the world tests cooked and raw, and test your immune system response against that. So is it expensive? This is what helps me plan a customized eating plan around somebody. Is it expensive? Yeah, it's pricey. It's, it's you know, it's $580. Mm-hmm. However, when you consider the alternative of, of, well, do you want to keep destroying your thyroid gland or keep irritating your gut or find out exactly mm-hmm. what you can and cannot eat, right, the cost of good health is indispensable. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, and it's really too bad because uh, I don't know that it's this way all over the world, but people don't appreciate their health until they start losing it. Mm-hmm. And then once they start losing it, then they decide, then they realize how valuable it is, and then they become very desperate, and you know, then they're willing to spend the money for it. But you know, prevention goes a long way. I know. I know. Well, you know, we all get caught up in our lives, our daily lives, and we don't often think about the fact that our body is our temple. <laughs> right. And when it falls down, we go with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's yeah. the reality of it, isn't it? Yeah, you're you're right. And and I wish people wouldn't think that way because if you just look back in time, people are not living they're not living more healthy. We're living longer, but we're not more healthy. Right? Medicine, modern science has kept us alive longer, but we're sicker. Right? And, and now we're dying with hundreds of thousands of dollars in hospital debt. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's not a life. You know, pe- so many people are just vegetables in their older years. They're not living life at all. That's not healthy. Yeah, it's it's. It's very true. When um, 
patients come to you and they're already on on medication, have you found there that any difference between the patients that are on, say, um, synthetic thyroid versus what they consider more natural thyroid? Yeah, like like Nature Throid and Armor are typically yes. more quote unquote natural. Um, uh huh. This is my opinion. There, a lot of people will disagree with me, but my opinion is this. Once again, it depends on the individual, okay? Ah. Not everybody responds well to natural medication. Okay? Some people just respond better to a synthetic medication. Some people respond better to natural medication. Now, because I don't prescribe and I don't know, people are always asking me about it, though, and I tell them, look, you feel that this this medication isn't working for you, ask your doctor to change it. Tell them that you want to go to a synthetic or tell them you want to go to a natural. And if they won't do it, you find another doctor who will. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there is no one's better. Just because it's natural, that doesn't mean it's better. Right? It's what's better for you. So if somebody is on, say, a natural thyroid, they go into their physician for regular blood tests, and the physician may say, well, you're a little low, so I'm going to up your dosage. Well, does that mean that perhaps a synthetic might work better? I mean, that kind of a decision I would think would be hard to make on a patient's, right. you know, yeah, and you can't make that decision when you only see your doctor once every five or six months. That's another part of the problem is they don't consult with their patients often enough to really find a pattern to see is this medication type and medication dosage working for them. Mm-hmm. So we consult with our patients once every two weeks, whereas oh. most patients see their doctors once every five or six months. Well, now you've got a five mm-hmm. or six-month problem on your hand. I at mm-hmm. most have a two-week problem on my hand. So with my guidance, I can tell them, hey, look, you know, let's get another thyroid panel done in six weeks and see are your numbers changing and let's see how you're feeling. So I can guide them through this process of medication. Even though I don't prescribe it, I can guide them through this process and then I can come to a, a conclusion later on to say, hey, you know what? Maybe this medication type is okay for you. Maybe the synthetic is okay for you, but your numbers aren't right. So maybe you need to get it increased or decreased. Take these blood tests to your doctor and tell them, hey, I want to uh, change my dosage on this. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I can't, I can't get my numbers stabilized. You know, uh, I've had these three blood tests done over the course of six months, and I can't get my numbers stabilized. Can I change my medication? Can I change the type of medication that I have? But then, you know, they walk in the door with proof in their hands uh, and help having to help guide them through this process. Huh. Listeners, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Kajiki, and he is he's really become an expert on treating um, thyroid conditions in his, with his patients. What would you say your success rate has been with your cases? Um, I would say high 90s. That's very good. Yeah. Um, And, you know, part of the reason it's high 90s is because I'm very careful about the cases that I accept. I I don't Uh. accept every case. Just because you come have a consultation with me, that doesn't mean I'm going to accept your case. 
I only accept your case if I feel like you're going to have a good chance of success. And I allow people to have a free... How would you know? Well, I have a free 15-minute phone consultation that I have with people. And so they're allowed to go on my website, Valley Thyroid Institute, and go to free consultation, and they could schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with me. That gives them a chance to get a feel for who I am and my style, gives me a chance to ask them some questions, and see if really they are a good candidate for care. And so if they are, then I'll invite them to the next consultation, which will be a more comprehensive consultation. Or if I find during that 15 minutes that they really may not have a good opportunity at success with me, I'll be very honest with them and tell them, hey, look, Mary, uh, I'm really sorry, but I don't think I'm the right doctor for you. Right? I don't think you're mm. going to have a good chance of success. So why don't you either you know, do A, B, or C, or go to A, B, or C, other doctor or place? And I'll guide them on you know, where to go the next time around. But not everyone is going to have success here. So I want to be very careful about who I accept so that I do have high 90s success rates. So those that um, you don't think you'd be successful with, do they often have multiple health issues going on at the same time that would complicate your treatment of them? No, you know, to, to be you know completely frank about that, the reason why most of the times I don't accept the case is because, mm-hmm. number one, they want to have their cancer treated completely natural, and they want me to be the only treating doctor. I don't think that's a good idea. right? So I always True. tell them, you know, no, that's not a good idea. I want you to have some co-management with another oncologist sure. or another doctor. And if that's the sure. case, then I'll consider taking them on as a case. Okay, But that would be a, a reason why I would not accept the case. Another one would be patients aren't willing to change their lifestyle and their diet. Um, mm-hmm. I tell people, that's what I figured. If, mm-hmm. if you have Hashimoto's, you cannot have gluten ever, ever, not once a year, not at special occasions, not on your wedding anniversary, never, ever, ever. <laughs> I know never, you're getting ever, married ever. in six months, and I know you want to lose weight, and you're going to have a bachelor party, and you're going to have wedding cake, and no, you can't have it, period, in the discussion. <laughs> and if you tell me, well, I'm going to have it anyways, then I won't treat you. Mm-hmm, I won't be responsible mm-hmm. for your failures because you won't comply. Mhm. So that's it another reason why. It takes a lot why. of discipline. It it does, and and you know I can't make your health more important to you than you. So if it's not important enough to you to not destroy your thyroid gland just because you want to eat a food, then I'm probably not the right guy to treat you. Hmm. So I mean, it's really you know there's nothing personal about it. It's just you want to have of course not. a good yeah you want to have a good success outcome. I want you to have a good success outcome, mm-hmm. but if you're telling me out front you're going to sabotage it, why would we work together? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you're wasting your money and your time, and oh you're wasting my, my time, right? So find another <laughs> doctor who's going to be willing to let you destroy your thyroid periodically and you know work with them. <laughs> I'm serious oh about my, my protocols with people, I and I want them to have success. I know. 
we're very clear on that. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've met met a a, a doctor more dedicated to to this particular um, issue. Seriously, you know that's I'll actually that come up with some. It is um, because this wasn't something easy. Uh, it's I don't think it's that easy to diagnose, like you said earlier, and it's certainly not that easy to come up with a protocol that can truly reverse the condition. Right, right. Because I can tell you most protocols out there, not all, most, they don't look for the root cause of the problem. Mm-hmm. They try to fix mm-hmm. the symptom. They try to get them to feel better, which, yes, you need to do. But unless you get to the root cause, you're looking at a very temporary situation. And it takes digging. It takes investigating. It takes, you know, good history. It takes, takes doing lab testing to really get to the root cause of the problem. Well, um, when you were telling your story about your wife earlier, over um, how long of a period of time did it take you to actually bring her back to, to perfect health? Was it a year, a year, two years, year three? Half. I think it, a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half, yeah. So that was a year and a half of total dedication. Right. And, 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 and who know, knows how many man hours. Right. And, and you know, like people are saying, wait a minute, I thought you said people get better in two weeks. Hey, she felt better probably in about three to four months. Okay, she wasn't the average. She probably felt better in the three to four months. But once she felt better going, okay, it wasn't just about her feeling better. It was about improving her lab tests and getting her lab tests normalized and getting the root cause of the problem resolved, not just the symptoms. So, yeah, we went way over and beyond her feeling good into fixing her lab test markers and getting her lab tests objectively looking better. And that took about mm-hmm. a year and a half. Wow. Now, when your clients say that they want to work with you and with their medical doctor, I would think that because of the type of protocol that you initiate, it must be kind of a fine line in trying to coordinate um, the treatment protocol with the medical doctor and your and the patient. <laughs> Actually, my my experience is no, because what I know is most medical doctors, all they're going to do is give them a prescription and then push them out the door. Okay. okay? So that's all they're going to manage is the prescription part of it. They're not going to manage them with their diet. They're not going to manage them with their lifestyle changes. They're not going to manage them with vitamins and minerals and enzymes and detoxes. They're not going to do any of that stuff. All they're going to do is manage the medication. So I get to do all that other stuff and (laughs) get their root cause fixed in hopes that I could reduce, minimize, or even get rid of their medication. Now that that in itself is tricky because you have to um, know when to start taking down their, their meds. Right. And obviously you do that through con- continuous testings. Yeah, exactly. We do it through consistent lab testing because that's the only real way you know if they're at a point where they need to start reducing their medication dosage. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't make that call, but I say, hey, look, sounds to me like you're over-medicated. Take these lab tests to your doctor and ask them if they would consider reducing your dose. 
And and you do that um, through the saliva and the urine tests? Uh, well, the blood tests are done for the thyroid. That's all thyroid, but through uh, for hormones, sex hormones, and adrenal patterns, we do through saliva and or urine. Okay. Okay. Now, what a lot of people don't know is that I don't treat people out of my office. My Most of my practice is all Skype and phone. So I can do this for anybody in any part of the country, any part of the world. Oh, my gosh, that's great. And then then the, the testing, how does that take place? Uh, the testing you do at a lab in your own town. Um, I, I email you a lab requisition to get done in your own town. And then the other tests, they're all home-based tests, so I just send them to you. You do them at home and send them back to the lab. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you've revealed that to everybody. Yeah. That makes a, a real difference because, you know, you're you're located in Tarzana, California, but um, there's people all over the United States and Europe that, that listen in. Right, yeah. So, I I mean, I, I treat patients in Canada, Germany, Romania, Singapore, uh, Thailand. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's actually it, it actually works better for people when they're long distance is they don't have any drive time here. Um, they don't have to spend any time in traffic. I mean, so it, it kind of works out better for most people that it's Skype or phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you seeing any particular trends with your thyroid patients? Um, you know, more people are getting thyroid conditions diagnosed sooner than before. And I think mm-hmm. people are aware now that um, you, could, you too can be a victim of a thyroid condition. It, it's not just something you just heard about. Now it can, it can really happen to you. Um, and... People are realizing it's not quite as simple as just taking a pill and having it resolved. It just um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rarely is it working out that way. Are people able to um, place some of the costs through their insurance carriers at all? Hard to say. I mean, everyone's got different insurance, okay? And you have mm-hmm. to remember that insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies work together. Okay, so if something isn't supporting the pharmaceutical company and something isn't supporting the insurance company, the likelihood of them paying for it is pretty slim. Mhm, mhm. So do you have do you charge an hourly rate for your time? Obviously, you must. Uh, not really. I don't. I know. I don't charge an hourly rate. I I have um, different types of programs, and all the okay. costs are based on complexity of the case. And so, once again, every case is different. Um, okay. I don't have an average, I don't have a minimum, I don't have a maximum, everyone's different. And so the way I determine the cost for cases is the complexity of the case, which is determined by the first consultation and the lab test results. And so through okay. that, then I can come up with a specific cost for you. Then you're not getting overcharged because your case is easier than someone else's and you're not getting undercharged. Uh, because your case is more difficult than someone else's. It's, it's very fair to everybody. Mhm, mhm. It sounds it sounds fair. Definitely does. Yeah, which which is I mean, 
That's why people constantly ask me all the time, how much is it, how much is it, how much is it? And I tell them, it's different for every case, right? You want to be treated as an individual, why would I come out with a blanket cost statement? What what if your case actually costs less than that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if it costs Mm -hmm. more and it takes more work? Then it's not fair to me. So we want to be fair about this to all parties. And so I don't have a single cost. I evaluate each case differently. And each case takes different lab tests. Each case, Mm -hmm. you know, takes different amounts of time. And so we go by -by case-by-case basis on cost and tests. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like to add to our, our interview today? I think we've done a really good job of covering almost everything. Well, I, I would, first of all, I would urge everyone to go to my website, which is valleythyroidinstitute.com. And, mm-hmm. and there's a, a couple areas that I really want you to explore. One of them is go to the free download report. And so anybody who goes there, you can go to my website and look, look at that free thyroid report. You put in your name and your email address. It will be emailed to you immediately. It's an 11-page thyroid report that tells you all about the type of testing that I do, the autoimmune component that I do, and different triggers that I look for. So it's, it's really give you a good handle. Oh, that sounds really good. What I do, yeah. The other area I want you to go to is go to the free 15-minute phone consultation and schedule for a free 15-minute consult with me. You've got no obligation. There's nothing to lose. You don't have any further obligation. But it's going to give you a chance to talk to me, get a feel for my style. It gives me a chance to hear about your story and see if you've got a good uh, case for successful care here. Um, and that's the first step that we tell everybody. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. finally, go to the patient testimonials. Okay, Look at the stories. There's over 100 video testimonials of people. These aren't written stories where I write their name. These are people who are willing to put themselves on camera and tell their story. And you'll see some people, they have the exact same symptoms as you do. So I categorized each video by what their symptoms were. If they had hair loss or weight gain or insomnia or heart palpitations or autoimmune conditions, And so it's very easy to find somebody who has the same symptoms as you and give you some hope that even a case like yours has been taken care of here. It sounds really comprehensive and very professional. It is. We we spend a lot of time on the case, and, and, uh, you know, we want to give you results. And you know what? Here's the other thing. I would want you to make sure, or not make sure, I'd want you to know that if you're going to come to us, we're, hope, we're hoping we're the last doctor you need to come to. Right? We want to mm-hmm. be able to take care of whatever mm-hmm. problem you've got, but if you've got a plan B in mind, if you've got a plan C, if you think, well, I'll go to this guy, and if he doesn't work, I'm going to go to this guy, go to the other guys first. Okay? Go to the <laughs> other doctors first. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Oh. Okay, because if you've got a plan B while you're coming to me, okay, you mm-hmm. you always have an escape route. You're not going to give this 110. percent That's so true. Right. I mean, so it, see I, the other yeah. doctors first. If see if they mm-hmm. can help you, then see me last. I mean, how many doctors do you hear say that? Right. <laughs> not too many. See, see me last. <laughs> 
have me at the bottom of your list. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Because there's so many people out there that I know are, are getting frustrated with their care that they'll eventually, you know, make it down over to me. <laughs> oh, well, Dr. Kutch, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. I've really enjoyed our interview. And um, I'm sure I'm sure our listeners have also. I truly hope that those that are suffering from any symptom related to uh, thyroid will get a hold of you, even if you're at the end of their list. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for right. coming on our show today. Great. Thank you for the time. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, listeners, that takes care of our show for today. It's been a very um, enlightening and uh, informative show. And I look forward to you listening in again next Thursday. For now, take care and goodbye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? <laughs>